0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Census Bureau's plan to finish the 2020 count on time is raising alarm bells. A former Bureau Director told the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee that expedited data processing requires the Bureau to make last-minute changes to computer programs, increasing the potential for a serious glitch to go undetected until after the count is completed. Meanwhile, the Bureau's enumerators are walking off the job at twice the projected rate. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has the latest. The Census Bureau will wrap up field operations for the 2020 count at the end of this month, but enumerators have yet to count at least 15% of the population in 10 states. That has some experts raising questions about the overall quality of the data. Senior Census officials said earlier this summer that the Bureau was already past the window of being able to complete a decennial count by December 31st. That's the statutory deadline for the Bureau to submit apportionment data to Congress. Chris Mim is the Managing Director of Strategic Issues at the Government Accountability Office. He told the House Oversight and Reform Committee that the Bureau faces an enormous challenge completing the 2020 count on time and with the same data quality as previous decennial counts.
1: The Census Bureau will complete a a census. It's a question, and the risk is, of what will be lost. Will it be a less than historically acceptable count in terms of completeness and in terms of accuracy? And that's the big worry that I think everyone faces.
0: The coronavirus pandemic forced the Bureau to suspend field operations until June, and the Trump administration called on Congress to extend census deadlines by four months. The House included that provision in one of its pandemic spending bills, the HEROES Act, But the Senate has yet to take action on extending those census deadlines. Absent that legislation, top officials at the Commerce Department instructed the Bureau to find a way to still deliver that apportionment data by December 31st. John Thompson is one of four former Census Bureau directors that supported plans to give the agency more time to complete the 2020 count. He warns that a shortened time frame for data processing won't give the Bureau enough time to run computer programs like they planned. This is alarming because the well-developed plans for this phase of post-data collection processing were based on extensive planning. The likelihood of a serious computer error that goes undetected is very high. Thompson also warned that a compressed timeline for enumeration would likely require the Bureau to rely more heavily on administrative records and other proxy enumeration techniques that would lower the overall quality of the 2020 census compared to previous decennial counts. The census had 60% of non-response follow-up work done at the beginning of September, Mim said that's ahead of schedule for non-response follow-up at this time, but he said the coronavirus has taken a toll
1: on operations. In some cases, sir, it's just a almost a perfect storm. I mean, in, in a sense, certainly the, the pandemic... Has wreaked havoc on the, the bureau's uh, ability to first, in terms of recruiting people. They're having also problems with turnover. Their turnover estimates were about 10% would come into training and then not actually then begin work. It's actually running a, over double that. They're also having trouble, obviously, with people being willing to open the doors. The big challenge that we that the Census Bureau runs into is is again getting that last kind of couple of two three percent of the population. Meanwhile,
0: the Bureau is looking to close out its non-response follow-up. That's a final attempt to gather basic information on households that have yet to respond. That might only be rudimentary data, like whether a household is occupied or not. With that in mind, Mim said that giving the Bureau more time to complete the count would lower risk without sacrificing accuracy.
1: The late design changes, the ones that cause concern are those that, you know, end up compressing the time or that introduce new and untested procedures. Obviously, to the extent that they have some, some more time, that would give them an opportunity to go through the data, to have additional time in the field. And that had been the plan that the Census Bureau had been operating under for a number of months. The hardest work
0: still lays ahead of the Bureau. In 10 weeks of non-response follow-up, Mim said it's not uncommon for the
1: Bureau to spend the last four weeks going after about 2% of the population. If they end up with 3% without being you know, fully enumerated... That would be, by all historical standards and certainly the standards of the professionals at the Census Bureau, not a successful account, not a complete and accurate account. So that, that would be a, a major kind of defeat, institutional defeat for the Census Bureau.
0: Congressman Jamie Raskin said Senate inaction on extending the census deadlines has put the Bureau in a very difficult position. This has left the Bureau scrambling and
1: caused the agency to abandon its carefully crafted data processing schedule for a seat-of-the-pants plan cobbled together in a couple of days. Despite the Herculean effort of an army of enumerators, there's still a shocking amount left to do to meet the constitutional mandate. At least 15% of households in 10 different states had not been counted. Those states include Florida, North Carolina, New Mexico, South Carolina, Louisiana, arizona mississippi montana and georgia at the bottom of that list is alabama where the bureau still has not enumerated 20 percent of the households
0: to complete the count before the end of the year the bureau has compressed the timeline for subject matter expert review and software remediation but thompson said that's an essential part of the process so it's very important that they carry out this operation because that's one of the ways in which they find that there are errors in their computer programming, and then they fix those errors. If they don't fix the errors, they could be with us for quite a while. Mim said it could take the Bureau years to detect some errors with enumeration or with computer systems, but by then,
1: it could be too late. There's issues that are they're kind of the, the known unknowns, in which they, they find something and they say, hey, let's, you know, this is an anomaly, we need to make sure that we can explain it, and they spend the time trying to do the root cause. So one set of risks is will they have that time to do that? Could there be things that would show up that they will not know in real time, that they will not have an opportunity to adjust on, or, or rather make a, make a determination and try and find out what the story is, that we won't find out until we do the, what's called the post-enumeration survey, which is kind of the, the big check on the accuracy the data, but that doesn't come out until 2022. There is, however, some good
0: news to come out of the 2020 census. Mim said that the Bureau's rollout of new technology, like an
1: internet self-response option, has been rolled out pretty much without a hitch. Notwithstanding some continuing concerns with the use of technology, but when this is over, in terms of the fundamental bedrock enumeration, the use of technology is going to be a, a generally positive story.
0: Within a few days, Mims said that the bureau would have a plan on how to deliver redistricting data to a
1: handful of states that have statewide elections in 2021. One of the the trade-offs that they're making, uh, due to the cutting of the amount of time that's available for processing to get the apportionment data, is they're focusing only on apportionment or, or almost exclusively on apportionment data at this point. There are other data, obviously, that's important for redistricting, and and you know obviously needed at a much lower geographic level. That's something in which they said that they're going to be providing a plan within the next uh, few days that I, I understand on that. That's something that we're going to be looking for. And obviously, we would keep you and your, your office and the, and the committee informed on, on any observations we have on that plan. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely.